Welcome to another edition of the Glittery Bones of Advertising. I'm Craig McLeod, and I'm happy to say I've got all three of my friends joining us today. Welcome aboard, guys. Who'd like to say hi first? Hi, Will. Hey. Caroline Hendricks is here. In the house. Caro, Caro's in the house. Yeah, I'm here. I'm here, uh, JD, in the house. Um, Jack Daniels, also known as John Douglas. You look very gangster with your with your hoodie on as well, like it suits you. In the house. New hair for JD as well, aka well, my like brother. Like one of those, um, like a monk from one of those buddy games. You look like a marshmallow. Hey, JD. Oh. If you're like in a, a cute ute, marshmallow. If I'm you're not in a ute right now, you could definitely be construed as a tradie with your hat on like that, with your hood. That's how they roll. Mm, it is. But only a man could get away with wearing a white hoodie. hoodie. Like if Gabs and I wore a white hoodie, it would be orange. <laughs> <laughs> Why, from your spray tan or from Because your... our faces would slide off as oh. we put it on and slide off again. Oh, I, I get it. Yeah, I was just, I was confused. Whereas your, your colour is impeccably clean. Clean. Oh, yes, yes. I was getting confused there. I thought you, you were saying, like, the, it, mm, I, and we also have Gabaloo. I'm not sure if you said hi, but hi to you too. Hi. Thanks. Hello. So today, kids, I'd like to talk about something that's kind of, it's on the cards for me or on the radar. My eldest, daughter, she's about to start looking at universities. So I'm kind of hyper aware of all of the unis that, that are around at the moment and obviously those that are advertising. And a couple piqued my interest of late and I kind of thought, what's with unis being so kind of techo of late? And when I say techo, it's kind of like, you know, there's a lot going on in their ads. But I thought we'd take a quick peek at a couple and see what you guys thought. What do you think? Should we take a look? Let's take a look. Yeah, let's start with Swinney. University as we know it is getting an upgrade. Swinburne University's deep industry partnerships give you real industry experience with innovation and creativity in every course, connecting you to your career faster. So, when does the next generation of university arrive? Now. Swinburne, next gen, now. Okay, so Swinny. Swinburne. Yep. Pretty techo, like like a whole yep. lot of stuff going on. And I'm, I'm not sure that it kind of feels like there's any kind of campus experience. It's all about this stuff you can do outside of the campus. Now, I'm using JD's words here, but it's a lot of stuff that doesn't really involve the place that you go. Now, I went there just to the TAFE, but I went there or, and – there's like a whole shit ton of stuff you can do physically there that was cool as. But yeah. what do you mean? Like, what about? But you can't do that. Like, like they've like my son, year twelve, going going into university. Hopefully next year. Um, uh, we went to Monash and RMIT the last two weekends. Yep. And both times they said we would like you here, but fifty percent of our students do all of the courses online because they're trying to juggle coursework and work work right so they um uh like for instance we got a family friend who's got a whose son's doing commerce at um melbourne and is everything's online so he's got a he's got a full-time job and then he does like catches up with the lectures because they're all recorded yeah so there's no campus experience for him at all 
Yeah. Wow. And the, and the university's fine with that. I think that's so sad. Like I loved my uni days. Mm-hmm. Uni days were the best. But, you know, it does make sense logistically of like you don't have to travel, you're not wasting that time, you're able to work whatever, like do your homework or your coursework during the night, like all this kind of stuff. Yes, that all makes sense. But I think there's such an important component of making new friends and making new connections post your school friends Mm. that you get from going to uni or that you get from going to TAFE and interacting with with different people and different surroundings I think is is so important and I think we're all just become kind of these little people in these little bubbles and we kind of stay in our little bubble and it's our little safety zone like I remember being petrified going to uni for the first time yeah. It was like your first day of school, like you know no one, you don't know mm. where the toilets are. Like, yeah. But I think that's all character building as well, like you're getting out there and you're getting out of your comfort zone. So I think the Swinney ad reflects that new way of thinking of it's just like everything's everything's virtual. just kind of, it's virtual and it's only like a click away, but there's no human aspect and they show that in their ads as well. It's very kind of cold and clinical and it's just about this one-way communication with a computer. So, yeah, I think it's sad. Industry experience as well was something that I thought was worth exploring, like looking at how they're really trying to make sure that the experience, if it's going to be online, that they then give you this experience with with um, industry, which I think is super important. Like obviously yeah. they're trying to do that and to push that out to the masses. But, you know, I wonder if that deep industry experience channels and follows on from the university experience where it may be a virtual experience with these organisations yeah. or whether you actually get to go. So, you know, that really, as I said, piqued my interest on, on how kids are going to come through this system and, you know, how they come out of that. And I think socially, Caro, they're missing stuff that, you know, that, that, um, that they just shouldn't have to miss. There's so many, yeah. so much stuff's already missed already. But And that's know, the thing, a- like they've already gone through a few years of missing these kind of, yeah. like we're priming, we're priming a whole generation to just be quite isolated. And I mm, think that's yep. really sad. Like I think, you know, and you get in like trouble at uni. Like there's fun <laughs> things about it. Do you know what I mean? You go and have your drinks during the day and you meet your friends and you have your uni nights. And there's just you so much. You become socially confident, to it. I think. You like, do. And, yeah. and I think we're, like, if you look at the, can we play the Latrobe one? I think there's yeah. some crossover here. Yeah, let, let's have a peek at that one too, shall yeah. we? Latrobe University, the place where knowledge finds its purpose. Whether it's being there when you need us the most or unlocking the secrets in soil to protect future food supplies. Even discovering ingenious ways to extend athletes' careers in health, science and technology. The impact is real. I think that, I reckon the, 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 the problem that both of them are facing is that tier two universities trying to remind people that their courses are as good as going to Monash yeah. or going to Melbourne. You know, Melbourne. Yeah. Like that's the that's the great travesty, I think, for 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 a lot of those second tier universities is the curriculum in Australia is set. Like if you get a university degree from La Trobe, it's just as good theoretically as a as a as a um, degree yeah. from any university. Yep, RMIT or any of the others. Yeah, because right. they're all set. They're all 
But yeah, it's what's the, your thoughts, Gab? The only thing that's different is the on-campus experience. Sorry, mm-hmm. you. Thanks, Teddy. Um, I'm glad we watched them both because I had. Um, I'm looking at them more less from that social aspect and more from the way in which perhaps the insight or what they're trying to bring to the ad. And I felt like for me. Swinburne, if you took away the whole reference to university and the Swinburne logo, it feels like an Apple phone ad or a Samsung phone ad or something like that. And I feel like potentially they're trying to bring that element, even the track is super slick and sexy and perhaps they're trying to lure that younger demographic with the type of advertising or um, the type of sort of messaging and motion graphics that they're used to seeing from those cool, um, you know, products that they like to purchase and things like that. So I think that might have played into it slightly, but I think you're all right as well that um, there's definitely, I guess, that element of of removing that on-campus experience from this form of communication. And I think that's possibly and potentially to do with perhaps this generation has um, grown up these last few years and developed some social anxieties. So I wonder if they actually did any testing internally to see if that style of communication was actually, um, I guess, anxiety producing in this generation or maybe cause mm. them to feel a bit turned off. I'd be interested to know if that was something yeah. that did it. For me as well, like Latrobe, um, I felt they did it a little bit better because they showed me more of an emotive piece. They showed me where I'm going to end up once I've done a certain degree. Swinburne was really just a tech ad. Like I was, mm. I was flexed. Um, but there's a there's another one. I'm not sure if you guys have seen the Deacon. It's been going around for a while now. I think they've been in market with it last year as well. Um, the future belongs to the ready. Um, and I think that's a nice amalgamation of the two. It has that tech future focused feel, but um, it's much more emotive. Um, and the insight and strategy sort of merges those two feelings of next gen but um, warm and emotive. So if anyone at home wants to check it out, check that one out because that would probably be yeah. my pitch. We'll whack a link up to it so that people can watch it as well. Yeah, the only thing that that, worry, that worries me, um, that would concern me as a brand manager for all universities, <laughs> is this, like if you hide the logo at the end of any of them. Who is it? Who is it? Like they're all saying mm. the same thing. You'll be ready to to, to you'll be walking straight into a job you'll be ready for you'll be you know it's all about I've got some notes here JD and you've literally said exactly one of my notes which was it would be good to see a different tact because it's a sea of sameness really yeah yeah. Hmm. yeah I think so like it's like there must be like I remember I, I looked at that um uh it was for a girls college in um in Melbourne and for the life of me I've just it's just gone uh, what colour is it? Road. It's a guessing game. It's, a, it's shit and... Halebury. Uh, no. no. On Glenora no. Road? Glenora Road, uh, just up from Caulfield Grammar. Hopefully we can cut this bit out. Um, <laughs> um, Sacre Coeur. No, shit. No, that's uh, in Glenaris. S-H-N. I know the one you're talking about. Anyway. For the life of me, I can remember the ad because it was all about using the SHE from the name 
she, she, uh, not Shelby. I was going to say Shelby. It's not Shelby. Shelford? Um, Shelford. That's yes. it. Bloody Shelford. See, I remember the ad better than I remember the name of the college, but I would always go looking for it because S-H-E, they're like, she rules, she rocks, she's ready, she's like, it's all about, and that was branding. It was like, at least if I'm going to look for a girl's school, I know at least one that's going to be on the list. Mm. Do, do you know what I mean? Like this yeah. Melbourne... Swinburne, Latrobe, Deacon. Like, Couldn't do that now, though, JD, because if you're not a she, if you don't identify as a she, her, you could be in trouble with a campaign that only identifies as she can do that. Yeah. They can do yes. that. So yeah, you yeah, might but, be in trouble with that kind of gear these days. I saw a great video off topic the other day of someone that was filming. Where were they? They were filming, like, in an airport or something, and the security came up and was like, you can't film there. You can't film. And the friend was like, oh, she identifies as a camera. <laughs> and the guy was like, what? And he's like, she identifies as a, a camera. So she, like, she can. And the person was just like, whatever. Like, just That's keep dumb. going. Like, if you're going to play that game. That did but it's true, me. though. It's like you could identify as anything now. <laughs> yes, you can. Me of a tweet I saw the other day. It's Scott Morrison, they, them. Like, just. So. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, leaping ahead. Speaking of which, let's just go straight to the what the fuck happened with our boy ScoMo over the last few years where he decided he was just going to tip himself in to a few more portfolios but not even tell anyone, not even Josh, not even like his right hand, you know, not, not even he knew. The only ScoMo and old GovGen knew. That's it. But GovGen didn't even go, ScoMo, easy tiger. That's a few too many for you, Mike. Boy. Oh, you just, just got to trust. You got to trust politics, though. They're all there to do the right thing. Wow. Us. It's all about us. They're helping Australians. Elbow has got hold of this as well, and he's like a bull terrier. He's not letting go because oh. he believes there's something unjust about it. Although it would seem at the moment there is no legality or no legal issue for Scotty having done it, but it'll be interesting to see how it plays out. There's for no punters at home, and for those like me who perhaps don't understand the situation too well. Could someone explain it to me a little more? <laughs> oh, I'd love to, Gabs. I'd love to. <laughs> Scott Morrison, Scott Morrison was Prime Minister, uh, and one of the projects that was going to be approved by the Energy and Resources Minister was a uh, oil rig that was going to be off one of the more glorious beaches in uh, in Sydney over the over the horizon well like you wouldn't be able to see it it was close enough to maybe cost them boats especially with the teals coming along so scott morrison had himself made resources and energy minister but like didn't take over the portfolio just made himself co-minister so that he could override the existing minister right he got that because when the pandemic they were saying when the pandemic came along they were going to need to override the health minister's uh, incredible powers to make whatever health-related uh, policy and legislation was required to contain the pandemic. So Scott had himself voted in health minister under a level with Greg Hunt so that if Greg Hunt got out of hand, Scott would be able to hold the reins and, and drag him in. So Christian Porter made allowed that to happen and the Governor-General signed off on that and then they used that same bit of paper 
to make him the resources minister, the treasurer, and the uh, home affairs minister. That's four. That's so, cool. There's five, wasn't there? Yeah, yeah. I think prime minister counts as one. I'm not okay. sure. There was a whole lot. Like it was just. It was someone. Did he get paid? Did he get paid extra for holding these positions? <laughs> I, no, I don't know. I know he got on his Wikipedia page. Bullshit. It's of like, course he you know, did. Home affairs minister. Who was the prime minister while he was? He was. Like it was yeah. just like it's in the. the <laughs> You, just, you can't, can't trust anyone that welds without a helmet on. Hey, oh, wasn't that? <laughs> oh, please put that up right now. Put the Karen gift in here. to get this in. <laughs> I'm so good. Oh, my God. But I love that so the mask good. is on first of all. He's like, I, know, I can't see through the mask. Need to take it up. Let's go now. <laughs> oh, my God. We're, it's clowns. Clown emojis everywhere. Yeah. It's, like, it's like the Chinese Minister. Height. Oh, sorry. sorry you no, you go. No, you go. You guys are just talking. You talking about no, you hang up first. No, you hang up first. You go. Can we just play? Can we just play that uh, great thing that Hugh Remington sent around from um, uh, the uh, virus uh, uh, remix, whatever it was? Yeah. Let's, Let's have a look. Just. <laughs> Morning, everyone. I'm here today because you might recall I used to be the prime minister. I had one focus, but I wanted more jobs, and so I gave myself thousands of jobs. I had jobs, jobs, and more jobs, from home affairs to health to the ADF uh, to Treasury to a whole range of different parts of government. I had greater power, greater stealth. I was lurking, hiding in plain sight, like a rat in the roof. I wanted to cling on to power using whatever tool or tactic I had available to me and by building the foundations and pillars of an autocratic and authoritarian regime, eventually I would have taken the jobs of Australians too. One by one, family by family, community by community, I wanted all their wonderful jobs until they were all gone. However, you don't know about the even more extreme forms of control, which I could have had very, very soon, um, including a plan to kill large numbers of my ministers and replace them with highly trained, compliant clones who would not threaten my leadership and would always obey. My job was to have them crushed by brutality. And I would be the evil, dark, shadow master, king of all the land for a very, very long time, forever into the future. How do you find all of those words? Have you got like a program that goes through all of the footage you've got and finds the words? Because can you imagine like going through the footage? That would be like a a total head wreck. I'm going to kill all my ministers and have them replaced by clones. Like just just glorious. People have got too much time on their hands. But the Twitter, Twitterverse just exploded with it yesterday. Mm. It was just fantastic. Scott Morrison seen boarding a plane for... Um, uh, uh, for Hawaii disguised as the entire flight crew. (laughs) (laughs) What were you going to say, Gabs? What do you mean? What was I going to say? Oh, way earlier. Yeah, when you and JD were talking over each other. Uh, Oh, um, ScoMo with his mask was like the time the um, during COVID when our Minister for Health didn't know how to put on a mask during a conference. (laughs) <laughs> oh yes, 
Yeah, I like that when he oh, when he tackled right. that little kid in the, like, in just the election. Oh, the how bad! Yeah, and it's I, just like, how strong is this kid? He's just been tackled by the prime minister, uh, the treasurer, the the minister for health, the minister for resources, <laughs> and it was no touch footy as well. He just goes and bangs him over. Oh god, so much goodness! Thank God for the internet, really. Okay, brilliant place. I feel that's enough about Scotty. Yeah. He, uh, he, he's gone and he needs to be gone. So it's time for us to talk about one of my favourite segments, harmonics. I, JD I've has some reins today, so let's I see have how we got, go. I've uncovered, you know, I have these, 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 these top lists of, buddy, you know, the, the best ever. The best advertising campaigns of all time. Here you oh, go. Okay. In whose view, my boy? I don't know, some random person from HubSpot. Okay, I like the okay. idea of that. Yeah. Everyone's entitled to opinion and we're so someone else's opinion down. of the greatest campaigns of all time. I always thought the greatest campaign of all time was uh, Men Wanted for Hazardous Journey. But, you know, let's start at number five. No, I'm going to start at number seven because I like number seven. Okay. You got There's just one hint. Think small. <laughs> Think small. Volvo, Volkswagen. No. I was going to say not BHP. No, Pagan Cloud. Pagan Cloud. Because they're all about big. big. Well done. Well done. Um, uh, Let me have a look. Here we go. Uh, I can't say it because that would give it away, but um, a bloke sitting on a couch, African-American chap, sitting on a couch on the phone, what you doing? Sitting on a couch. What you doing? What you doing? What you doing? Um, I'll give you a hint. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it? yeah. Well done. Yes. What, 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 what brand was that for? It was for Budweiser. What's that? What you doing? What's that? What you doing? Sit on the couch, having a bud. And then the phone, and then the doorbell rings, and he answers the doorbell. He goes, "What the?" <laughs> <laughs> Your face when you do it's outrageous. I love Teddy. it. Okay, right, can we make that full screen just for a second? <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, a um, um, a series of posters that ran for about twenty five years that used the shape of the bottle to highlight no. icon- Corona tomato. Heineken. Tomato soup. No. Tomato sauce. Heinz. What did you say, Craig? Heineken. No. No. Shape of the bottle to highlight iconic, usually American. Johnny Walker. Vodka. What was that? Johnny Walker. No. What was the vodka? Absolute vodka. That's it. Oh, yes. Wow. I used to love that, Paris, Dad. Absolute Brooklyn. Absolute. Yeah. Yeah. My birdie. Well brilliant. Done. I had one well on the done. front of my diary at school. Of course she did. did. I reckon you guzzle a fair bit of it in your time too. Okay. The second most successful campaign of all time. Apple. Can you give me the name of the brand? <laughs> I am. Red so crayon. The name of the brand Apple. Up. I want you to tell me which of their multitude of campaigns has been voted by someone with an opinion as the second most successful campaign of all time. I'm a Mac, I'm a PC. Coca-Cola. Santa Claus. The one with the label. Share it with. 
Yes, well done, Gabs. Share a coke. Ah, good oh, job. Oh, you good More coke, more coke from people who weren't going to drink the coke. Yes, yeah, of right. Who doesn't want a bottle with your name on it? Ever. Brilliant. That was bloody brilliant, wasn't it? It was. It was he just like, it was so really clever. good, wasn't it? I remember buying it because my son's name is a little unusual, but there was even a Massimo. Yeah, I remember yeah, had a bloody buying bottle. it for people that I wouldn't buy a Coke for because yeah. I'd see their name and be like, I could have buy that for blah, blah, blah. Well, yeah, yeah. Who's thought of yeah. doing it Massimo? It's brilliant. We, we should have just given Coca-Cola a billion dollars and told them to stop. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> okay. Now, I'm not even going to give you the name. I'm going to give you no hints at all. Okay. I just want you to tell me the greatest most successful advertising campaign of all time? Apple. Old Spine. Budweiser? Can you give us a category? McDonald's. If I gave you a category, I'd give you, I would be giving you. Can you give us like a colour or something then? Um, no, I don't think I'm even going to give you a cut. Okay, country, JD. Is it based in the states or Australia? based in the states? Yes, the states. Yes, very American centric. This whole um, this whole piece. Tide, American washing powder. Tide. No, that was uh, Tide. Was uh, in English um, oh. uh, piece. Is it takeaway takeaway food brand like? No. Uh-huh. No. Starbucks or something. Um, no. American okay. brand. Is it a car like Chrysler or something? No. No. No, no it's, not a, it's not a. Uh, it's not a drink. It's not, not a, a food. Drink. It's not a car. Not a drink. Food car. Is it technology? American Is Airlines. Tech- no, not technology. It's something Hertz. fashiony. There you go. Fashion. Fashiony. Fashiony, but not fashion H-M? necessarily. No, that's not American. Um, What's your favourite category in the world, Craig McLeod? Oh, Amazon. No. no. Favourite category in the world, <laughs> cars. Wait. No. What do you like buying more than shoes, anything Nike, else? Shoes. Nike. Shoes. Shoes. Well Nike. Gabaloo. <laughs> Which one, JD, was it? Right? Which one? Just do it. Nike, just do it. Ah, oh, of course it was. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah. I just topped up with a couple of pairs yesterday. Because <laughs> I, I clearly need more. Did just did just do it get you across the line for that? Or? Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> and all it was was they. It's Air Max is my go-to at the moment, but there are a few for sale. But they all they did was put in a bit of stitching and like crazy colours on a light blue pair, and I'm like, yep, done, sold. Give them to me. Give yeah. them to me right now. They've done a, um, you might be Noel's like a big Adidas Adidas boy, but he crossed over to Nike the other day. They're doing like their vintage high tops and suede. Mm. But like the low profile ones, they they're a good looking shoe. Right. Insert <laughs> yeah, insert link to a picture here. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, for sponsorship, of colors for, for sponsorship yeah. possibilities, please contact Craig McLeod <laughs> at redcloud.com.au. <laughs> brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. That was uh, an exceptional harmonics. Well played. Well done Thank to uh, the ladies. I think that uh, you might find that it was Gabs or my good self that are the equal winners there today. Who knows? I'll let you judge. Yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't even in it. I, I wasn't even close. Yeah, I, was well, let's be honest, I was reading the first, emails. The first few were questions <laughs> from well before you two were born. So probably likely that you weren't going to get them. Okay, so. That's really nice of you, Craig, to make us feel better about ourselves. Yeah, yeah. That would make. That's another. That, that would make. That would make <laughs> girls 
12. Craig's trying to, <laughs> Craig's trying to sign off. And we're That's another edition of the Don't go tagging. We'll see you next week. Okay, bye. <laughs>